Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is about sex. If you're faint-hearted or easily offended, you might not want to listen, but you should. Join me, Tracy Cox, and Kelsey Chittick as we share honest and real sex advice on this award-winning podcast. Tracy is an international sex educator and author of lots of books about sex and relationships. Kelsey is a podcaster, comedian, and author who is getting out of her comfort zone both in the bedroom and in these conversations. Each week, we answer three anonymous sex and relationship questions sent in by you, our listeners. And nothing is off limits. Here's Sex Talk. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Sex Talks with Tracy. We're here together, going to answer all the very important questions that each of you think about every day. How are you doing, Tracy? I'm all right. I'm just thinking about, I wonder how many questions we've answered. Season six, is this? Lots of them. Like three questions per show. That's a lot of questions, isn't it? It's a lot, so it's a lot of sex talk. Really out there questions that we haven't even thought about. Send them through. Actually, we did have one about, but it might be a little bit left field, about a belly button fetish. How about that specific, specificity? Tracy often tells me to not be so judgmental. And I just made a face about <laughs> when she said belly button fetish, because I always think of the belly button as something that needs to be cleaned out often, that, but most people don't, you know? Mm. And so for some reason, I don't like that visual and I don't know what that um, fetish would look like, but. No, it's very unusual. Very unusual. We I'm open it. to it. Maybe we'll do a broad one about fetishes. We've yeah. done quite a few fetishes. Anyway, interesting questions, please. Not that all of them are interesting because they are. I hope I get a fetish. If you have a fetish, tell me about it because I've never had one. My fetish is just to find someone I love to have good sex with. Is that a fetish? No. <laughs> that's a dream. That's a dream. <laughs> dream, God. That's a fantasy. Okay. Well, let's no, start. That's let's why start. we're here. <laughs> let's start with a really light and, and classy first question here. This, although mm. I must say, if this ain't the truth, I don't know what is. Like this mm. is a question that needs to be answered by a professional. I'm glad you're here. Uh, this is something I have dealt with my whole life. Really? Oh my God, yes. God, you're doing it wrong, Kelsey. You're doing it no, wrong. No, I have anyway, a small question, mouth. Question. Oh, do you? I talk to the dentist and even I have trouble getting x-rays. So this is a true physical issue. Oh. Yeah. You could still, I've got the technique. Anyway, read the question and then we can talk about it. Yeah. And I'll tell you that I asked my dentist to give a note to my husband to tell him why I struggled mm. and it wasn't my mm. fault. It's genetics. Okay. Here we go. My dad's got a really small mouth as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Funny. Good job. He's straight. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for small favors. All right. First question. My jaw gets unbearably sore and tired just minutes into giving my partner a BJ. I've tried taking breaks by focusing on the testicles, but it's never enough to recuperate, and he doesn't seem to enjoy it much. 
My partner gives me a lot of great oral sex and I want to do the same to him. How can I keep him occupied while I rest my jaw? And is there any way to stretch my jaw so it doesn't get so sore so fast? Right. Well, thank you, question one, because I actually need to know. I need to know. Well, you you have a proper reason for this, then, the anatomically small mouth. So you actually do have a small mouth. But most people who don't have your problem shouldn't be, I mean, I've never once had a sore jaw from giving oral sex, never once. And I don't think that means that I've only dated men with small penises. I think it means it's all to do with technique, which I'm going to tell you. But first of all, she shouldn't judge, which which we talked about, I think, the last episode, about you don't judge success by orgasm. So the fact that he doesn't have an orgasm through oral sex with you, um, because she said sometimes you can't keep going, it's not a judge of success. Because lots of guys can't orgasm from oral sex. They need a really tight fist, so they tend to finish themselves off. So it's just because you can't do it to completion, because it, it lasts too long or whatever, don't think it's a failure because it's not. Now, I would say what's going on here is that she's opening her mouth too wide. She's taking him in too deep. <laughs> Kelsey's demonstrating. Your mouth does not look small to me, madam. Uh, good. It really doesn't. Yeah, she's opening her mouth too wide. She's taking him in too deep and she's doing it for too long. Hmm. But this is the technique that you need to do so you're not going to have a sore jaw. So right. take everyone, get out a piece of paper. Yeah, get out um, a piece of paper and take Write notes. this down. Yeah. Yeah. Or on your phone, but maybe somewhere where someone can't see it. Number one, make sure he's very aroused. The more aroused he is, the quicker he's going to orgasm through oral sex. Number two, make sure that you are on the right level. Now, the best way to give him oral sex is to sit on maybe the edge of the bed or a piece of furniture so that when he stands in front of you, his penis is pretty much on the level of your mouth, right? So then if you're sitting down and he stood in front of you, you can use both hands to do whatever you want. So that's the best position of all to give a man oral sex and you're completely in control. You always, always use two hands, one to hold the base of the penis, one to move up and down. Right, exactly. She's doing the right motion. If only you could see us. <laughs> we like that we're shaking a milkshake. This is my favorite one yet. Keep going. Is it? Always use two hands. So one at the base. So that most of the stimulation should be coming from the hand. So one's holding me at the base. The other, the hand is moving up and over the head and then back down again. And basically your mouth is following your hand. So you you pretty much just putting your mouth against your hand. So it's more your hand that's doing all the all the stuff. And then there's a nice, warm, moist feeling at the end of the hand. So the work's coming from your hand. When you get to the top, you do a little twist. When you get to the, um, the frenulum, which is the bit between the glands and the shaft, so where the top, the little um, mushroomy thing hits the shaft, do a little twist, come back down again. Okay. So basically, you're not sucking you're not creating, you're just creating the, enough pressure to keep your mouth firm against the penis. And you're not having to open your mouth wide because you're only really going down about halfway down the shaft. It's pointless going any further down the shaft. There are no nerve endings there. All this thing about having to take him fully into your mouth, it's just a head game. Yes, miss. Yeah, thank you so much. No, and that makes so that makes so much sense. But I felt like I've always been told, or I've always thought that you have to go all the way to the back of your throat where you gag. Oh my God, no! But what if they push your head? 
you tell them to F off, quite frankly. <laughs> Any guy who pushes your head deserves never to get another PJ. So again. you're saying you don't have to stick it all the way in your mouth. No. You're never. just on the front of it. This is you're wonderful. basically using your hand and your mouth is following. So it's a nice, warm, hot vacuum that's following most of the stimulation from the hand. I don't think you you really have no need to go further than halfway down the shaft. If you want to go deeper, fine, but there's no need to because all the sensation is in that first bit. Actually, nearly all the sensation is in the glands, which is the head. Everything else is just show. You basically use the shaft as more of a, a launching pad to get the rhythm. Now, so really, so you then don't suck. Don't don't feel like you have to do anything other than just hold your mouth there. And also don't try and do, oh God, we're making faces here. Don't pull your lips back over your teeth. You push your lips out, right? So that's the other thing people do, because that's what makes, that could be the other thing she's doing. That's what makes your jaw muscles hurt. So you don't cover your mouth with your lips. You push your mouth out and your teeth are automatically out of the way. Got it? This is this is this is brilliant. I think that we've been tell, telling girls the wrong thing because they think that a blowjob, <laughs> the penis is all the way in your mouth. But really, no. you're saying it's your hand is doing all the magic. You're twisting yeah. like the pepper shaker, and you're up towards the shaft, and then the rest is just kind of a, a soft landing for the end of their penis in your mouth. Exactly. Yeah. This is amazing. If you really want to, if you really want to please, swirl your tongue around the the top bit whenever you get to the top bit. Squirrel, like you know, frozen the yogurt, like bit. frozen yogurt. I love <laughs> but the swingy bit, the stringy bit, not swingy bit. You know, that's you know, bit where the glands meets the shaft. There's that yeah. little stringy bit where it yeah. attaches. That's yeah. the most sensitive bit. So when you get there, your hand does a little like corkscrew turn, and then your mouth follows, and the tongue like swirls around that bit. That's that is all you need to do. That this really is, is all you need to do. This is now, wonderful. In terms of how long it takes. Most men take about five to seven minutes, I'd say, to orgasm from oral sex. If he's going to take longer, you are fully within your rights to say, look, you know, I really like doing it, but I don't like doing it for too long. But if she does it like this, she might not mind. Do you mind if we stop after that and you finish with your hand or I, I finish you off with my hand? Most guys are fine about that, by the way. So that's, that's, the best way, you should not get any tension in your jaw or aching jaws. So when you do it, do you just hang on to the base and then just have your head bobbing up and down over the... I mean, I think I have been known to bob, but Mm. I've gotten better over the last couple of years, less bobbing, more twisting, and Mm. much more understanding that I don't have to be gagging. Gagging is too far. And so, yes, I think I, I think... As a, when I was younger, when I was first married, I thought that the penis had to be in your mouth. Now I understand most of it's your hands and you're just, your mm. mouth is just the an extra bit. part of it. Yeah, yes, that's yeah. right. I've yeah. gotten much better at it and my mouth does not get tired. No. So, no, I think that's true. And I think that what she's doing is she's trying to like work it in her mouth and that gets exhausting because your jaw starts to hurt and you're like, I got to get Basically, done with this. And don't, don't follow porn. Actually, most porn stuff, most most porn, they use their hands as well. But you will get those things where it's like all a big lollipop and it's deep-throating. And, I mean, look, guys watch porn so they think, yeah, that's what, you know, it's really, it's it's a nice little fantasy sort of thing. But in reality, the physicalness of it all, you can't, they can't feel anything. Right. Nothing's going on down towards it. By the way, just I was thinking about tips for her, the opposite way around, when you're giving a woman oral sex, the, the thing that that makes men's the equal problem for men is don't point your tongue don't tense your tongue leave it nice and relaxed 
and don't because men seem to seem to think that it's got to go really like windshield wiper winter. like dee, 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 yeah, dee, yeah, dee, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you're like, and no, 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 you don't have to be so like ding, 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 ding. Yeah. No, and it could. It's better if it's all relaxed and swishy and slow and you know continuous is what's good. And also, I know this is your favorite thing is it's much better if she's on top if Obviously. you do get neck problems. And you just make sure you get loads of pillows under your neck so she's on top. And if your tongue does get tired, stop, but leave your tongue pressed and she can just move against you, so you don't exactly. have to move your tongue. No, that's do a game changer. Like okay, mm. good. No, that helps. Okay, I like it. Next question. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A switch. All right. I'm into piercings and quite like the idea of getting my genitals pierced. I'm a 23-year-old woman. My question is, how safe is it? Will it interfere with my ability to orgasm? And what does the average man think about this? Do you, would you contemplate a piercing of the genitals? That's a no for me. A hard Mm. no, strong pass, zero desire to have a hole in any part of my vagina or my clitoris or my labia. It's much more common than you think. Out of a thousand women, they reckon there's between eight and 20 women in the room will have a genital piercing in the UK and US. I'm very clear that I am not fun or exciting in these type of things. Like I would, I barely got my third piercing in my ear. Mm, I'm a bit like that. I'm a bit of the a chances of you taking a stun gun into my private part is, is a zero for me. But <laughs> Christ, if somebody comes at you with a stun gun and you're going for genital piercing, run like hell. Well, if I had to get naked and open up my legs to have someone then bring in whatever they bring piercer, in. I, mm. no, I mean, there's there's no world that, that I would do that. None. But I would also never get my nose or my lip or my yeah, nipple. yeah. I think I think this girl is quite interesting because and you know when she says what does the average man think she's not the average woman so she's not going to pick an average man so it doesn't really matter mm. and I would say the way to pick somebody who's probably going to think oh this is hot is to pick a guy who's got piercings somewhere exactly. that you can see and I yep. bet you she's got piercings elsewhere but I did do a quick quick bit of research and asked around and said to mo- all the guys I know and looked online a lot of them said oh it looks like it might have hurt Will it hurt me? They're worried it would tap, like sort of catch on the penis. They don't really. Looks a bit porno, hot, but it's very much a look. So you're going to be into it or not? And um, and a few people said, oh, she must really be into sex. And it was like, mm. oh, okay. So they thought that that was a thing that you do. Now you're quite right. There's there's so many different types of piercings, but they basically divide into clitoral or 
labia. The clitoral ones are generally piercing the hood of the clitoris, but honest to God, you can actually pierce the glands of the clitoris, the clitoris itself. Now, I know I'll probably get all these letters, mad letters from people who've had piercings or piercers themselves saying it's perfectly safe. I think you'd be absolutely crazy. How can you pierce the clitoris, which is completely packed so densely with nerve endings and not damage them? I don't think that's safe at all. I think you'd be much better. Oh, by the way, solve this one for me. Apparently a piercing of the hood when it's off to the side is called a Princess Diana. <laughs> Why? We'll be looking that up. Princess Diana. We'll be looking that up at some point. And the other one's called Prince Albert. Now I know the male piercing is called Prince Albert. That used to be in the old, olden days. I think they used to do something like that. Oh, anyway, there was some reason for that one. So maybe it comes from there. The labia, if you're going to get a piercing, I would strongly suggest that. It doesn't hurt as much, apparently. If you've got nice fleshy labia lips, it's a lot better because it's a bit like the your earlobes. If you've got like funny little small earlobes, the bigger and fleshier they are, the less it's going to hurt. And it's, it's apparently less painful. So why do people do it? I yes, thought please. it was for the look, but it's not for the look. It's, it's absolutely. So they're quite right saying really intersex because it's generally for the feel. So the idea of all these piercings for women is that they're near the clitoris so that when you walk with clothes on and you walk along or there's movement, that little piercing, you know, stimulates the clitoris. Now, which sounds quite nice in a way, but what, what, I think it sounds a bit irritating and say, I don't want to be moving here while I'm talking to you and getting turned on. I don't want to be turned on when I'm with my mother-in-law. I have no desire to be walking down a city street being aware of my clitoris. No. I, I, lots of people do. But, but so, God bless those of you who want it. I also worry about it getting caught on something or infected. Well, yeah, 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 that can happen. It can happen. Nothing yeah. is worse than an infection. Like even when you get your ear pierced, like mm. my third one, like it hurts. It hurts mm. for a while and you have to twist it and you can't take it out. And I just, mm-mm. But again, I've never been fun and I'm not starting now, so. <laughs> well, I think I'm fun, but I don't know if I get a piercing. But, but it's so in her question, in um, her question, she says, is it going to affect my ability to orgasm? In a way, it might actually enhance her ability to orgasm because there are lots of stats saying that it does increase clitoral stimulation during penetration and oral sex. But is it safe? Look, as Kelsey just said, you get scarring there is nerve damage there's pain the closer you go to the clitoris the more risk you're taking and there's so much if you look on the aftercare oh my god so make sure you choose a professional who specializes in genital piercing because if you just go to somebody who does it as a side you've got to have somebody who knows the anatomy of the clitoris so well to be able to do it so they're not damaging nerves. So I would look at, I would be absolutely going for the most expensive one I could find. I'd be looking up reviews. I would be walking and getting a measure. I'd have a meeting with them before I, you know, it's got to be clean. It's got to be sterile. It's this, anything dodgy, run away. Don't go in there. And yeah. also apparently if you have a genital piercing, if you don't leave the piercing in, it very, very quickly heals over. Yeah. That's the good thing about it, you see. So she's worried about, what happens if a partner doesn't like it? Well, you can just take it out. The joy of a piercing is that you can take them out and they're healed over and no one would ever know. Yeah. I mean, try it, but I would do it at a doctor's. I would not mess around. I don't think doctors do it, Kelsey. They don't? I don't think a doctor would do it. No, no. Maybe they do in the States. They certainly wouldn't hear. 
I can just imagine my GP going to go, hi, no, I don't have a cold. smear, and we're going to go ahead and get a cubic zirconian in your left labia, and yeah, uh, the rest check. Hmm. Well, good luck. Let no. it know. If it's better, great. Or if it's, it might, maybe it's kind of like, it's an art thing for her. Like it's, uh, it's mm. what you want. It's more of a visual thing. It tells more about who she is than it is the actual thing, that she's edgy. Mm. Oh, that's exactly right. Yeah, I think that's, but that's what I thought people did it for, but they didn't say that. They said pleasure. Good luck. Okay. All right. Last question. I'm a 34 year old female and have been with my boyfriend for three years. I like sex, but I find it very hard to relax during it. I spend most of the time worrying about what I look like. All I see is imperfections, a fat stomach, cellulite, veins. Once I spot something I don't want to see, I become obsessed with watching my boyfriend to see if he is noticed as well. I know I should be able to get past this, but how? I have seen his exes on Instagram and they are thinner and better looking than me. Mm. Let me start by saying her ex, his exes on Instagram, no one puts up a picture that's not amazing. Exactly. And thinner and better looking. First of all, I highly doubt it. And they probably facetuned it. It's probably not real. And Mm -hmm. I assume you're probably gorgeous. That's why he's with you. But I just want you to say, whenever you reference Instagram, I say that's a no. Mm, exactly don't even don't even start there wait till you see her in in real life at a grocery store and see if she's Mm. so much better the answer is no I totally agree with you and also I think she needs to realize that being sexy is not about what you look like to have great sex you've got to jump into bed boots and all and I mean because the best sex positions aren't going to be the ones that don't show cellulite and the messier the sex the better lover you are I think I remember having a sort of memory then when I used to work at Cosmopolitan magazine there was a girl there and she was absolutely beautiful Kelsey oh my god but very in a groomed way you know that sort of very done sort of way and I remember just being slightly well a lot jealous of her and then she said to me that she'd never had an orgasm because she was so conscious in bed that of what she looked like and having to look her best and her, arranging her body artfully all the time and I just thought oh my god that's so not sexy that really is not sexy that's why all. people drink I mean I know it's not good but when people get drunk then they stop thinking about oh my god how do I look how do my boobs look how mm. does my belly yeah. look because you're like who cares let's ride you know and yeah. and like that's why it's yes, so a lot to be said for drinking and drugs girls and boys yes. and <laughs> for a little bit I know that Tracy and I disagree on this but turn the lights down so it doesn't feel so big Oh, now no. you can still see each other, but it doesn't have to be like I don't like having sex in a kitchen lighting. I don't want no, like no one likes having sex. But in like make lighting. a make it you know make it so that it's kind of it's there's a sensual vibe. You yeah, know, but but I don't I don't think the answer is that. I mean, I've written before in the past, like make sure the lighting's flattering. You know, maybe cover up bits of yourself sexually, et cetera, et cetera. But I, the more I get questions like this, the more I think it, it's, I mean, what she's doing is called spectatoring, which is what we've talked about before, which is the opposite to being in the moment. It's when you're so busy analyzing and judging and, you know, rating yourself and men do it as well. And it, of course, leads to all sorts of problems because you can't be in the moment because you're analyzing yourself. It's like you're scoring yourself. So the way to do it, they think now, is all about distraction so 
The more active you are, the better. The more you talk, the better. Keep your eyes open. Don't look at your body. Look it into his eyes. Look at his body. Look at that fabulous penis. Look at everything but, <laughs> but your own body. And so it's distract, distract, and focus on what you're feeling, not what you're looking like, you know, because sex is about sensation and feeling. If you can escape into a fantasy, do that. That's a very good thing. But otherwise, take control, be active. You know, it's it's all about trying to bring yourself into the moment with sex rather than drift off. Because some people love drifting off and close their eyes and have a lovely fantasy about John Hamm or someone like that, just for instance. Actually, I've been watching John Hamm on the morning show and I think he's lost it, completely lost it. Not in a good way. watched him? No, not in a not in a good way. Anyway, yeah, talk about distracted. So, so that's you've got to be in the moment. Make yourself in the moment by being active and really being there. That's the trick to all of this. Yeah, and I think especially when you're like kissing, when you're really having, I'm a big French kisser. It's my favorite thing. You know, people, some people don't love that, but when you're that connected and that close to someone's face, nobody cares what's rubbing against where. Everyone's just happy to be naked. And I mean, I truly. I know it's hard for us as women to believe this, but it does help as you get older. They do not care. So the only work is for us not to care because they really don't look at our bodies in the same way. Girls look at their bodies the way we look at other girls and we're jealous or whatever. Guys, yes, I think guys like attractive women, but really, they really care about how how sensual you are, how sexual you are, how willing you are to try new things. They how don't care. You are. How confident Confidence you are. So and how much fun you are, like have a little fun. And so you might have to just say like, I can accept all the things, my stomach's all, I'm just going to let it go and just say like, today, I'm just going to have sex and see what it's like if I don't think about anything except his little face and how much fun we're having. And, you know, obviously I think you need music to get your he- you out of your head. Um, yeah, that's a good way. That's a good way to get out of your head. But do you know what also think about, because uh, girls think about their body and men are in bed men are worried about their penis. He's mm. thinking, oh my God, it's, it's, I'm going to come too soon. I'm going to not be hard enough. I'm not going to be this. And so he's focused on his penis, but that's his performance anxiety. And girls, are fo- women are focused on what do I look like? Do I look fat? Am I sexy enough? So, you know, it's just silly, isn't it? It's just silly. If only we could just both deal with it and get on with it. And you can, you do when, you, when you've been in a long-term relationship for a while, you do eventually. I don't know yeah. though. I don't know. We get a lot of emails from people saying, I used to be confident, I'm confident in my body and now post-menopause or post-baby or just having done something like put on weight or lost too much weight or, you know, suddenly they're not confident. It is hard. It is hard. Yeah. But don't ever, I mean, get off social media. Jesus. Yeah. And I do think the older you get, you're 34. I will say, at least for me, the older you get, the more you're just so damn grateful that you have a healthy body, that you're mm. still having sex with someone you like. And all of a sudden your perspective changes that like it doesn't, we're not, you know, we're, no one's taking photos of us for Playboy. We're just in a room having fun, having some type of physical interaction with someone that we like. And so if you can kind of hold it a little bit lighter, because maybe you'll feel better if you lost three pounds or you did had less, but truthfully, nobody cares. It's hard to believe, but they really don't. And I always, what you just said makes sense. I never thought about that. I never thought guys had any anxiety, but now, you know, I've had enough experiences with some people where I do see they have that. I never even knew men had any anxiety. I thought it was just all the women, but they do. And they want to be, they want to bring it and they want to, 
stay hard and they want it to be long and they're just as confused as you are, but they are not concerned. There has never been a man that's been like, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sleep with her. She's too fat. That's just not, the guys are like, I love women. And they just never don't a care. Man who, who wouldn't have sex because they're having a fat day? It just no. doesn't happen. No, any day perhaps. I have been knocked back from sex with somebody saying, "I've just eaten something that's made me really gassy." Oh, yeah, like, that's what? true. There's <laughs> nothing worse than that. You're like, sorry, but this isn't going to go well. <laughs> Oh, gosh. All right. Great question. On that classy note, started on a classy note, finishing on a classy note. Yes. Keep stretching your jaw and don't eat anything gassy. (laughs) That's our our, uh, sense for this podcast. But thank you all. We will be here next week. Send in your questions and we appreciate you. Bye. See you next week. Thanks for listening to Sex Talk. If you'd like your question answered on the show, send it to us at sextalkpod.com. So that's S-E-X-T-O-K-P-O-D.com. You'll find info about my books, sex products, and more sex advice at tracycox.com. And that's Tracy with an E. If you like this podcast, please send it to your friends and rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 